It's like as good of a time as any to say you're listening to the Spice Cast. I'm Ben Job, and we have uh, Helen of Coy here, Miss uh, Lindsay Shante from Birmingham. Uh, thanks for coming in, Lindsay. And thanks for having me. Or Helen, I should say. <laughs> you know, I get called Helen almost more than Lindsay these days. Right, it's... right. Because all the stuff you're handing out says Helen. Right, right. So, right. So. But I'm glad you come in. Um, you've you've been on a long tour, I guess. Uh, almost a couple more than a couple weeks long for DIY yeah for sure <laughs> what's the farthest you've been so far um I guess New Orleans Jackson, mm-hmm. Jacksonville Florida those were the just go to the places most... with the good food we were talking about that yeah, <laughs> I know we'll like, go to New Orleans and like get some Cuban food from Florida really it's and... just a food tour and then I was like <laughs> I guess I should play shows to like you know be able to pay for the food or something right <laughs> wait i need i was just gonna go around and eat food but then i realized yeah. it's gonna cost a lot of money <laughs> well very cool but are you originally from birmingham yeah i grew up in uh awesome. out past chelsea mm-hmm. kind of in the sticks a little bit you know. but i um, went to the birmingham UH, zone i guess you'd say yeah the birmingham outer birmingham zone um but i went to uab um, for a few years, and then I got a job in Jacksonville, Florida, moved there, mm-hmm. um, transferred to the University of North Florida, and that's where I have my degree from, and I just moved back to Birmingham like two years ago, so. All right. Um, well, to my surprise, there's a nice little scene, and cool yeah. things are happening there, so. I was about to say, it's grown a lot, like, in the past five or six years, like, exponentially. Like, even. not even the same place, you know? That's probably really refreshing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 2000 five or something when I left I, I could not wait you know to, I was yeah, like get run. me away <laughs> which you know I needed a, a change of scenery anyway but mm-hmm. um coming back it was it's very refreshing just to be like well Birmingham I grew up here yeah 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 <laughs> it's like now you can be proud of it yeah that's where we're at we're like trying to tell us like you can be a band from Huntsville guys it's okay yeah you, you don't have <laughs> you to say you're fired. from Birmingham <laughs> <laughs> or Atlanta right right yeah <laughs> They live in Tennessee, but we're like an Atlanta band. Yeah. <laughs> but thanks again for coming in. I guess you, um, we had Future Elevators from Birmingham not too long ago, and you said you used mm-hmm. to uh, play around with them some? Yeah, yeah. I did some synth uh, for them for a few months. and Mercenary synth player. Yeah, you know, we actually did a little trade-off. Like, their guitarist played with me some, too, so, you Well, know. cool. Yeah. So is uh, Helena Coy like a uh, newer project for you, or how 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 many uh, years you got on this? Um, Helena well, thing? really, as Helena Coy, it's been like maybe a year and a half, two years. Um, I used to do a more experimental, really out there thing called just Helen. It was just mm-hmm. called Helen, um, and it was just more noise soundtrack. Um, I called it like paranormal noise I don't I don't know but it was nice. um paranoisal paranoisal that's good <laughs> <laughs> that's the only thing I'm good at, making up obscure genres to confuse people I'm and mess up iTunes I'm gonna keep that one for T- sure take that one you know? <laughs> but um you'll I be mean, like the headlining there still is kind of the, you know a paranormal uh, mm-hmm. uh undertone um but the reason why I was called Helen um I had a great aunt and she died very young Mm. Um, she actually lived in Anniston, uh-huh. Alabama, near the Monsanto factory, and um, drank well water her whole life and died of stomach to cancer when she was like 40. Oh my goodness. Um, and then she had seven kids, and f- like four of them died from stomach cancer. Jeez. Um, so basically, 
I just started researching that whole thing. Yeah, and, no doubt. Um, but kind of became like an advocate for like healthy food and like, you know, just trying to raise awareness. Like people aren't really like looking out for you, especially giant corporations. Like definitely, they are just you know wanting to make money. So, anyways, all that aside, I basically started this project in memory of her. Um, her name was Helen, and um, then. You know, I started kind of writing more pop songs and mm-hmm. getting a little more structure and less like just freaking people out. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I was like, and I also was like, maybe just being called Helen is like a little too pretentious. Like I'm not mm-hmm. Shakira, you know. Like <laughs> so, I I just well, what's I thought, nice about Helen of Coy is you can change the the ending part to you know if you to wherever if you change I am your project, or like yeah. wherever state of mind I'm in. Mm-hmm. Um, I drink a lot of LaCroix, so some people are like, yeah. Helen of LaCroix. Um, <laughs> Your first sponsor right there. Just get, yeah. like, one of those racing jackets just covered in LaCroix. <laughs> I would wear that. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. Your uh, first track you brought in today was uh, Eyes Collide. Do you want to talk about that any before we roll out? Yeah, sure. Um, this song actually was recorded in a barn. Um just uh, with, with or some... without animals I didn't ask. <laughs> <laughs> well the animals were outside but um actually I think if you listen really closely there's a dog bark in one part but uh-huh. um but yeah this was just recorded live um mm-hmm. and we just had like a mic hanging from the rafters um nice um but yeah I wrote this song about a year ago and um it's really just about like meeting someone and having an immediate connection and Mm -hmm. um but it uh uh, originating from just like looking at their eyes and just seeing that that thing in their eyes that you're like whoa you know like i can connect with that you know right the windows of the soul yeah (laughs) well let's check it out it's helen of coy with eyes collide
good. Was it? Yeah. I mean, even the little things that I know you're going to think about were so well covered. I don't think it matters. It almost sounds like we did it. <laughs> All right, we're back with uh, Helen of Coy, Miss Lindsay Shante from Birmingham, Alabama. That was Eyes Collide, recorded in a barn. Man, probably the best <laughs> barn recording I've ever heard. I don't know how many I've was... heard, but that was excellent. <laughs> Thank you, man. Yeah, it was, you know, we weren't sure, but it's all wooden in there and mm -hmm. tall ceilings, so we are like, this could be cool. Why and... not? Yeah, There's a lot of swing dances that they hold in, like, uh, churches, because... I mean, churches have, uh, there's so many churches in the South, so you know there's there's space that people will dance on, and nice hardwood floors and great acoustics, so you never know which building you're going to wander in and be like, it sounds wonderful. Pretty much. <laughs> like, this is a bathroom, but I <laughs> yeah. want to record in it. Actually, some of the best are, like, stairwells, you know? Oh, yeah. They're that like... Are, especially the, like, ones that go up a good way, so yeah. it's like you get this weird this phantom... This epic spiral, like... That's yeah. got to be great for, like, your style of music and the synth and stuff. Yeah, like, I've, I've always said I'm going to have, like, a stairwell show. Mm -hmm. And just people can stand, like, in the, st you know, <laughs> like, just looking down. You can just move. Up. If you're way up high and you don't like the echo, you just go down yeah. farther and then like, you get a EQ different Yeah, like EQ yourself line. by <laughs> walking up and down. <laughs> I'm not going to do any of the sound this time, guys. You guys just figure it out. <laughs> move around until it sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I wanted to ask you, uh, what got you into synth in the first place and, like, this kind of style of music and stuff? Yeah, um, so I mentioned I have a degree from the University of North Florida, mm -hmm. um, and that's in classical vocal performance oh, okay. um, with piano proficiency. So I've been playing, you know, piano pretty much my whole life. And, yeah. But really just singing and, you know, in church and stuff, but then really just, like, reading music off of a page, never writing um, that much. And... Uh, it wasn't until maybe four or five years ago, after I graduated college, I started playing, you know, doing some jazz gigs, mm -hmm. and I started, that's, you know, ventured me out into, um, you know, starting to learn covers and stuff, and then um, I started kind of decomposing the my musical style, yeah. like, from classical um, into jazz, but then also modern classical, like Steve Reich and mm -hmm. Terry Riley, Philip Glass, really minimal. Oh, yeah. Um, and then like Wendy Carlos for sure was like a huge influence. Just, uh, that soundtrack she did for Clockwork Orange, mm -hmm. like blew my mind. And I was like, <laughs> synth, I'm getting one right now. <laughs> um, but, um, also like Laurie Anderson, um, was a huge influence too. Just watching her like videos of all the crazy like yeah. vocoder stuff that she does. And, oh yeah. Yeah. Um, so I actually had a roommate who had a Microcore XL, which is one of the synths I use in my, my setup right now, mm -hmm. that has a really great vocoder, um, nice. but also really good vintage synth sounds, and uh -huh. like it's very compact and small, and um, it you know has great velocity-sensitive keys, and for the size and like the price, it's it's really a, a great synth. So I just started like you know messing around. I got a loop pedal, mm -hmm. and at first I was like, I don't know how to write music, you know. But I was like, <laughs> this sound is cool, and I'm just right. gonna keep playing on that sound, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I would just like start recording myself, just like doing little like soundscapey things, just like trying to get mm -hmm. a feel for how to like, you know, write in my own synth sounds yeah. and that kind of a thing, and. <clears throat> Then I got asked to play in this like psychedelic rock band, and I was like, okay, that could be fun. And <laughs> then you could try whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. So that was actually like you know the the first little stage of you know getting mm -hmm. to experiment live and that kind of a thing. Cool. And 
I wasn't really writing that's much. I was writing my parts, but I wasn't like writing full songs. And then um, I started playing in this like more like electronic band, uh, kind of like chill wavy, like psych rock mm-hmm. um, called Sea Cycles. Um, and they actually are still playing together. Cool. Um, they're really good. You should check them out. Um, but uh, so, you know, that was kind of like the next step and then I was like okay I want more electronic <laughs> <laughs> I need like three more keyboards yeah. <laughs> the stack so, must grow <laughs> yeah um so I actually started this other project that was like completely electronic with uh uh-huh. Alex E she's in a band called Tomboy now which is uh-huh. really awesome it's three chicks electronic music nice. like really good um but our project was called Ritual Union and it was kind of like witchy like down tempo like sensual electronic you Mm -hmm. know and so um that was like definitely one of my things that was like oh this is it this is the music i want to be doing (laughs) you know and so we we released a few albums and then i moved that's when i moved here Mm. um and so that's when i was like well i don't have any of my bandmates here now right (laughs) so um i'm just gonna do this solo solo thing you know so um you know, it, it, it and it's first, like I said, it started more like experimental, like just feeling out my writing, yeah. you know, style and finding my voice as far as, you know, what I'm doing. Um, so it, it's been a gradual thing. And, you know, I've been in probably like four or five other bands that kind of like got me to like, oh, yeah, in the state that I felt like, okay, cool. Like I'm gonna branch off now and like you know. That's a, yeah. Write my always, own album. I think it's really good for players to like play in different groups because you really get a totally like unique perspective on your own sound when you when you find your place in all sorts of stuff and. Definitely and uh, actually I have a collaborative album in the works right now. I'm doing like a full oh, length. Yeah. Um, each track is with a different person, and mm-hmm. um, it's kind of like. Yeah, I'm doing this solo thing, but I still like playing music with other people. Right. <laughs> um, I just don't want, you know, to be, like, married to them, you know, yeah. tied down. Like, mm-hmm. not technically married, but, like, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> That's the worst part about being in a band. You have to, everybody has to get married. And, yeah, you know. you know, like, you're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Change like, your name. Like, let's just play music and be happy and, like, you know, then tomorrow I'll go over there. And right, go right. over there. <laughs> But, but um oh yeah and the more people in the band the more like oh yeah <laughs> oh, well that's the, the thing scheduling. too like with everybody's schedules these days it's like if oh, you have yeah. more than two members in your band like you may get to practice like once a month maybe mm-hmm. you know to get a, but also i think every time you play music with a different person you learn like so much not just about music but mm-hmm. about interacting with people and also just like I don't know, learning pick different uh, different writing styles that people use, yeah. different, like, even, like, tones or voicings, like, mm-hmm. it just gives you, like, so many ideas. When you can bounce things off of, you know, oh, another yeah. person, it's just, like... Gets you out to, of your own head, kind of. It does. Like, <laughs> I think that's, you know, a, a lot of times I think, I'm, like, I'm, like, oh, my God, I'm a solo artist. I feel like I'm just, I get too in my own yeah. head. And sometimes I, I need another person to be like, no, that that's cool. You should do that. Don't keep going. You right. Know? Like, <laughs> stop now. <laughs> you did it. Yeah. So, um, like at the end of Ice Collide, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yes. Well, <laughs> should I have we to record leave it this now? like five more times? Are you sure? <laughs> like, it was amazing. You have to stop. <laughs> well, you pick yourself apart so much, you know, oh, like, yeah. especially if you're a critical person, which I feel like I am at least, you know. 
No, I'm critical, not just to myself, to everyone. <laughs> so many great musicians are like the worst on their own music. Yeah. Like, that was just... trash, destroyed immediately. It'd be like, hey, nope, I'm sorry. I'm I had it. It this was amazing. Like, friend, he's like an up and coming <laughs> artist in Birmingham. He's uh-huh. so good. Um, and he's young, and it's just like, oh my God. Like, he played me this <laughs> song that he recorded. It blew my mind. Like, I got chill bombs. I was like, oh my God, this is like James Blake and Radiohead together. Like, oh, dude, this is amazing. And like, a week later, I was like, dude, you gotta give me that song. Like, I can't get it out of my head. Like, you gotta give it to me so I can hear it. And he's like, oh, I deleted that. I'm starting over. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, Not like, what fair. did you do? <laughs> but with the talent. now, mm-hmm. now he like, he's like, you were so right, Lindsay. I should not have deleted that. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, you captured it, man. Yeah. But I think he can find it again. I think he's going to be fine. Oh, that's but. good. And you never know, like, what's going to strike a chord. Like, you may have a total distaste for it, but you never know what's going to strike a chord with other people. And with the internet, it could be, like, in Sweden or something. You really... Like, somebody is like, this is amazing. Like, Sweden loves it. Yeah. (laughs) I hate it, but Sweden loves it. So, like, who am I to, you know, tell Sweden what's good? (laughs) I mean, that's that's true. Like, I feel like as a musician, too, you get so stuck in your own, like, thing. You know, you're like, oh, my God, like... You know, you're you have your own goals that you're trying to achieve and you feel like if you don't exactly do that, then you're a <laughs> failure and you're right. just like, you know, but then you go out and you play live and you may even feel like you had like a horrible set, you know, like yeah. you're like, oh, my God, that was not what I was trying to do. Mm-hmm. But then like somebody will come up to you afterwards and they're like, oh, my God, like, I don't know what that was but that was amazing you know and you're like it's always surprising like it pulls you out of your own head a little bit Uh you're like okay um maybe i don't totally suck and you know it's cool (laughs) just to know that you can like connect with somebody you know that you may not have anything else in common with you know just over like a frequency or sound you know right 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 Well, very cool. And the next uh, track is Bear Medicine. You want to talk about that one? Yeah. So this is a, actually a collaboration. Speaking of collaborations. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, well, actually, Eyes Collide was as well. Um, I, I wrote that song by myself and was playing it for a while. Mm-hmm. But then um, I recorded it with Michael Shackelford of Future mm-hmm. Elevators. He played guitar and and drums. He was like switching back and forth. Yeah, that was awesome. Which is kind it. of like transition. crazy and cool. But um, so this one is with a fellow from Birmingham called Omari Jazz. Mm-hmm. He's like a glitch hop artist. All right. Um, you know, really cool. He's actually always touring, and um, you know, he's 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 doing really well. And he's also like twenty, twenty one. Very <laughs> like, I'm just like, oh my gosh, how did you have it together? Yeah. Like so young. <laughs> Like, I don't know. I was just stuck, I think, in, like, under a rock or something. And, mm-hmm. he, see, his dad was cool. Like, he grew up in New York, and, like, his dad uh-huh. always had him, like, at shows. So I was like, that's why. Oh, uh, yeah. You know? Like, Born I was just <laughs> at, like, measle Baptist, you know, like, singing <laughs> <laughs> He Loves Me or something. Right. Or, like, Swing Low, Sweet Chariot. Yeah. You know? Anyways, oh. well, this, this song, though, is a collaboration between us and... um you know, it's uh, also, I don't know if you've ever heard the app called Keezy. I don't think so. But it's like this cool little uh-huh. app. Um, it's like it's like a sample pad. You have like these little blocks uh, and you yeah. have like two minutes of recording on each one. So basically the vocal, the intro uh, intro vocals in the song, they're kind of glitched up, which is mm-hmm. like a kind of popular thing these days, you yeah. know, like trending. But um, the way that we did it was very untraditional or not the usual way. I used the app 
to like cut up the vocals live so mm. like I was just like nice. pressing it like <laughs> on the sample pad thing um so it instead of like cutting it up in a computer yeah you know, it was actually just like done like oh live. that's awesome so that's that's a different thing about it but um yeah so was this know. a live recording or is this a studio no this was um well this is a bedroom recording uh-huh yeah barn bedroom <laughs> Yeah. Make it a tour. (laughs) Very cool. Well, I'm sure it's just as good as the barn recording. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, it's going to sound a little more like, you know, hi-fi or like, you know, um, less like washy, but I think for what it is, it's like, yeah, just what it needs to be. Very cool. Well, this will be Helena Coy with Bear Medicine. Thank you. 
we're back. That was Helen of Koi with Bear Medicine, featuring Omari Jazz, the coolest named person I've heard of in maybe my whole life. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that's you said you're working on a full-length album that's like a, uh, I guess, a combination project. Yeah. Uh, Do you know when that'll be coming out? Or uh, Well, you know, when you have, like, more than seven people involved in something <laughs> you never really can put a definite date you know and we all like look around and we're like hey we're all in the same room yeah we can finish like, the album <laughs> that will well the thing is what's good is i don't have to have all of them together at once uh, yeah. um because each, hey. each song is with a different person so oh cool you know it's just like you know go deal with that song with that person that, mm-hmm. you know but um yeah i'm i'm shooting for the fall at some point right hopefully mid-fall and you're um, also releasing a uh, guided meditation, like, uh, at, le- well, at least 30 minutes uh, long track kind of thing. Yeah, it's uh, 28 minutes, and um, it's called Sound Bath. Um, and it's basically, I also describe it as, like, a, a, an oral rainbow. Mm-hmm. Um, oral. An oral. <laughs> yeah. you have to, Not oral. oral um, oral. <laughs> you don't eat this rainbow. Don't eat it. That sounds weird. Okay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But, um, no, uh, so basically, um, I am droning on each pitch of the C scale, which Mm -hmm. also correlates with each chakra or energy center in your body. Uh Um, so it's, which is the C scale, um, but tuned to a 432 Hertz, which is like a little detuned, the Mm -hmm. standard tuning, but, um, Anyway, so it's, you know, very drony, but I'm using my synth, so um, I'm using this, like, uh, spectrum of textures, Mm. so it starts out really bassy and low, and then by the time I get to the end of the scale on the top, it's, like, high, bright, and, like, shimmery. Yeah, active. You know? Um, So it's, you know, it gives you this whole spectrum of sound, and it's also just meant to put on, you know, you can put it on if you want to go to sleep or just like meditate or chill or, you know, you just want some cool like ambient noises happening in the background. Um, and it's something I've been thinking about doing for a while, but never really knew like exactly what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, this, I, I hate saying it's a chakra cleanse because people immediately dismiss it and they're (laughs) like, hippie. (laughs) <laughs> no crystals but, uh, in my tea yeah. <laughs> no yes. crystals in my coffee crystals. or beer or something i don't know you know like i've always wanted to go to india because apparently uh-huh. they like crush up crystals and like mix them into drinks and stuff <laughs> okay that was like, what's all the sparkly <laughs> stuff in my cup oh. i think that's so cool but anyways um no it's uh actually another collaboration between mm-hmm. um Amber Locke and I, she's in this yeah. really cool um, project called Minerals. But um, yeah, so we're just droning and um, toning. Uh, vocal <laughs> vocal and tone. toning. Yeah. If it was we, a workout it, video. <laughs> it, that's the thing. Like, I, it's actually technically called toning when you just uh, uh, sing on, like, you know, one note. Yeah. You know, like droning with your voice. Um, but every time I say toning, people think I, I'm talking about working out at the gym. Right. So I had to change it to sound bath, you know, people yeah. like, I think it's a little more, you know, I figure like, descriptive. it reminds me of those like isolation chambers, you know, where they like yes. put you in the salt water. I've always wanted to get in one of those. Sensory this deprivation. This sounds like this would be 
a good. You know, uh, there's one in sound. Birmingham. Sensory deprivation tank. Yeah, I'm I'm going down there. Right, it's like get your mom to get it for Christmas for you. Or something, you know? <laughs> Just give me an hour in the in the chamber. Yeah. I don't know what you would call that, but the... I've had friends to do it, and they said it's amazing. They said yeah. that they felt just like so like clear headed, and um, I've even heard I've I've heard of other people like read experiences that they like were even like experiencing visuals and like oh, adding yeah. visions and stuff that's well one thing that i i have done which is free that you can do almost anywhere in alabama is going really deep into a cave because <laughs> there's like no light yeah there's hardly any sound and it is very bizarre when you're you're especially these days people are so hooked into three devices at a time or right. something it's like this thing's beeping the air conditioning is yelling at you slowly mm -hmm. Like your coffee machine has alerts on it and crap like that. Uh, that when you get in a place that's there's no light, there's no sound. It's like your mind just hardly knows what to do with itself yeah. for a while. You know. I mean, I imagine you probably like process things that you haven't processed like yeah, possibly maybe ever. your whole yeah. life. <laughs> man, um, man, you have to give me the the cave DL. Like, oh man, no, tell, tell like Alabama. I need to know where all the cool caves are. I know a One few. Of yeah. And I do know there are a lot here, but I just, I, I know, like, the state park ones, but I want to know where all the cool, like, mm. the the ones that nobody knows about, you know? Oh, yeah. There's some, uh, I think it's the Spelunkers Society. There's a website and a couple forums that people can actually find those. And uh, there's a society that just buys cave land up in North Alabama that's pretty cool. And uh, so there's a whole bunch of them that, you know, they have basic rules because there's, there's things to help keep the bat population healthy and, like, sure. of course, they don't want you littering and all this stuff. But generally, it's like you can go in there for free and it's a... Uh, it's, there's a lot of them. There's, um, yeah, I guess people can check it out. The Society of Spelunkers is actually based in Huntsville, which what? is interesting. The I'm National it up Society, because right the Southeast is a ton of limestone caves. Yeah. And Huntsville actually has some under downtown. It's, it's a oh, bizarre. Cool. Yeah. But uh, that's one of the. I heard the cool there's a, also a cave system under Birmingham. I'm um, sure there is. Yeah. That actually, ooh. Avondale Park, there's a spring mm. there that used to have a cave that the the spring flowed out of this cave. Apparently, like, in the 70s, they dynamited it because, like, a little boy got lost. He was found, but he it was a scare. And so... Right. They're like, but we gotta eliminate these caves. They're killing our children. Right. Ugh. <laughs> but apparently, there are stories of men that would... Because, like, there's a, a river that runs underground, too. Mm. They took a canoe into that cave <laughs> and went on an underground river and came out in Tuscaloosa. What? Yeah. That sounds like extremely fun, but also like the most dangerous <laughs> and, and scary thing ever. you could possibly do. But there is like documentation <laughs> that that happened. It was like in a then, newspaper, like back in the When I'm 90, instead of like, you know, going to the farm, uh, just send me in the caves yeah, with my little like explorer pack and pack be like, I'll be back canoe. in a hundred years. <laughs> yeah. I'll travel back in time. <laughs> Man, that's yes. a, yeah. Hey, I want to hear the next album recorded in a cave. You know, that's really funny that you say that <laughs> I'm, I'm because, you right now. well, it's funny that you say that because I use a lot of delay and like, you know, yeah. reverb and stuff and which kind of like sounds like you're in a mm -hmm. cave, you know? And I've always, I was like exploring this old mine actually, which is kind of cave vibes, you oh, know? Oh yeah, for sure. And, um. I was like, oh my God, like wonder if I did like recorded a song down in a cave and then like had this cave music video to go with it, yeah. you know, like 
featuring some cool cave in Alabama, and I'm going to have hey, to do it now. Huntsville has you covered for caves. Serious. There's actually a few man-made caves that the city uses a lot for, uh, there's been a, a film, like, made there at some point, but, yeah, the one thing Alabama's got in Plentiful is holes in the ground. Caves. <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot of holes. <laughs> I love it. But, yeah, thanks again for coming mm-hmm. in. You've got, like, oh, so much stuff going on, and that's awesome to hear. But uh, you're just getting off your, what, 16 days of tour or something? Today Are you is, almost done? Yeah, or? today's day 16. I'm going to Nashville tonight, and then I go back to Birmingham, play a show mm. tomorrow, and then I'm doing um, Lexington, Chattanooga next week, and then I'll be in Birmingham for a minute. Okay, you're going to you're going to hibernate. Yeah, I'm gonna bunker down and get two. all these people together for this collaborative <laughs> album. But like, <laughs> oh yeah, start collecting, yeah. collect them all. Yeah, yeah. So, but you're also um, you're one of the founders of Girls Rock Birmingham, which has a summer camp coming up. I think. Yeah, um, that's at Workplay actually starting tomorrow. Yeah. Um, uh, I guess it may not be. Yeah, but, sometime. <laughs> but, but yeah, you should check them out. That's um, Girls Rock Birmingham on Facebook, mm-hmm. Instagram, blah, blah, blah. Um, but yeah, they have uh, a program throughout the year, too, that has like free workshops and stuff for young girls. So it's yeah, awesome. Yeah, that's, that's great because uh, we need as much diversity in music as we can get. Cause Definitely. It's like, it always brings new sides to it. Well, also just, it's, what's really cool is, like, all these local musicians Mm -hmm. and, like, artists come together to volunteer for it. Yeah. So there's networking, but then also these young girls are getting to see, like, adults that are in a field that is, like, their passion, and they're, like, actually getting to see other careers they would not be introduced to, like, just in school or, you know, that kind of thing, and just seeing it on a local level, like oh, like, this person is a DJ in town. Like, this mm-hmm. person is a promoter in town. Yeah. They're a female, and they're rocking it, you know? And you get, they get hooked into the scene early, which is really important because, I mean, like you said, all these young, like, 17, 20-year-olds with all this talent, like, they're the next generation yeah. anyways. It's good to, like, <laughs> br- you know, foster their talent, hopefully, definitely. and stuff. That's give awesome. Give them a, a platform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially, you never know if you give one kid, like, you give them a tiny synthesizer or that, like, Moog, tiny Moog keyboard or Casio or something, and then they're, like, in Paris the next, in four years. You never know who's Seriously. it going to be. They, I mean, Could kids be your kid. will, like, blow your mind. <laughs> like, sometimes, I actually did this um, for Girls Rock last year. This is, like, a funny story. I went on the morning show um, at ABC mm-hmm. to promote the Girls Art Camp last year, and I I was feeling much more, like, extreme than apparently, um, or uh, adventurous, because um, I thought it would be a great idea to get um, a few seven- to nine-year-old girls together yeah. and um, <laughs> do a live... <laughs> Ex- like a live improvisation with electronic <laughs> instruments on live TV. That sounds amazing. I hope this is on YouTube. Oh my god. Yeah, no, there is definitely a video that you can find, but it's like three girls. Um, actually, I think the youngest one was like eight or nine. Mm-hmm. She was barely old enough to be in Girls Rock, and then the oldest one was like 11. They were like all the same yeah. grade, pretty much, but I gave them like a calculator and two cents. Just basically let them have my gear for the day. That's awesome. And they had, like, maybe 30 minutes to, like, okay, that's how you turn it on. Right, that's right. That's how Press you, like, buttons. change the sounds. Yeah. And it was, like, go. And they were not nervous. They were, like, oh, I've never played this instrument before today, but whatever. <laughs> I'm an like, expert. <laughs> I'm on live TV playing it now. 
I'm famous. They like actually I couldn't even believe it. Like I was sitting there with their parents and like we were just like that sounds good. Like right, right. we release it. <laughs> you <know>? Right, right. <laughs> See, yeah, you could have a girls rock album and then just Right. Oh, it's <laughs> the already the in the works, man. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you've got a bunch of uh dates coming up too. You got the Nick, uh August second. Uh, with some folks from Nashville, is that right? Uh, it's a, a girl, her name's Tristan. Mm-hmm. Really good. And then August 13th, uh, and uh, where's that located? Uh, August 13th is at the Syndicate Lounge. Cool. Yeah. And also August 17th at uh, Desert Island Supply Company with uh, Flores, a, yeah. a good, uh, someone you've been nerding out on for a, a bit. For sure. <laughs> this, like, Brooklyn band that's just, they're really awesome. Um, I think they released their album... About a year ago, but yeah, I was asked to play it, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, I know every song, <laughs> <laughs> all by heart." Yeah. <laughs> um, but you can find Helen Akoy on Facebook and Instagram under Helen underscore of underscore Koi, C O I, and she's got Bandcamp, SoundCloud, all that fun stuff. Um, check out her Instagram. Apparently, that's the that's the place to catch mm-hmm. all the uh, the crazy goings on. Or, or Snapchat, you know. Or Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> That's the real right now, crazy going tuned, on. Stay tuned for the Snapchat <laughs> That's finale. That's the more unfiltered version. <laughs> if you want to get real with Helen of Coy, get on the Snapchat and see how it really is. <laughs> yes. When you get in that one corner of the bar and you're like, you play at the one bar where you're ch- you have like three square feet, you get to you get to be there. Yeah. With Helen. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You always have that one gig on the tour. Uh-huh. That's, sometimes that's the best gig, you know? If Actually, people are right up in your grill. I played yeah. in Macon, mm-hmm. um, and I was like, it was at this little record store. I had no idea what to expect. And it was kind of like a mismatched bill. Like other yeah. hard, it was like a hardcore kind of show. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh boy. You know, like, <laughs> they're going to probably the hate me. The spikes and everything are just like... <laughs> yeah, I like walk in with like... super slow. <laughs> I like walk in with like crystals and like incense and like, you know, and they're just like in like sparkles all over my gear. And they're probably like, uh, get out, you know? <laughs> I'm not sure if you should no. go before or after the punk band. Like, do you need to like? Well, I played relax last. Them? I played yeah, last, so it was like I would like lull them, you know, like to bed. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, and good night, guys. Like, here's some yeah, little sweet awesome. dream sprinkles. Yeah. <laughs> Just but all the punk kids sleeping on the like, record store floor. They actually really liked it. I, you know, it was encouraging because mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, people like different types of music, but that was a really cool venue, very intimate and you know, unexpected, mm-hmm. but yeah. Well, you're definitely like getting into the magic part of music where you're like controlling people's minds with your, <laughs> the soundomancy <laughs> has begun. You've got to that point in your career. I mean, I feel like it could happen. It does happen with the sound, uh, the guided meditation yeah. sound bath that uh-huh. I've seen it. That's pretty cool though. That's like the physical, you know, you're, you're really cutting to the, the center of the physical part of it. That's well, you know, neat. like everything is frequency. So yeah, yeah. matter at all. It's, it's all just, just controlled by around. all these vibrations like mm. floating around. Mm-hmm. So you just got to have the most like, you know, intense. In- no, <laughs> the perfect intense. frequency yeah, for the, the time. The perfect in the moment frequency. <laughs> <laughs> the perfect imperfection that you need. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but thanks again for coming in uh, and uh, driving all this way for all your music and all that stuff. Yeah, thanks for having me. 
But uh, your last track, we've got Cold Sheets, um, Helena Coy. Do you want to talk about that one a little bit for people? Yeah, this is um, a single I released in June and um, recorded it at a real studio, like <laughs> Pro Stats, uh, in Birmingham called Avondale Sound uh, uh-huh. with Brad Temko, an amazing uh, producer. And um, yeah, this song is like a dream sequence. Mm-hmm. Um, the song starts uh, with like someone singing you to sleep. And you kind of go into this like weird dream, lucid dreaming world. Nice. Um, you're like with a lover, like on this plane. You're going to Thailand, and there's like that this snake wonderful. charmer. <laughs> and then like you wake. The end of the song, you like wake up and you're alone. Uh-huh. You kind of have that feeling. You're like, oh man, can I just go back to the oh, dream? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. or that feeling when you're like having a great dream and you're feeling yourself waking up and you're like no 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 yeah it was like that but then um you smell like coffee and like breakfast and you're like ah yes but coffee yeah Yeah. today's episode also brought to you by coffee yeah but then also there's kind of like the um underlying impending doom of like Mm. You know, uh, being alone or like another day, <laughs> another. You know, like it's not the impermanence of yeah. like the moment and like just basically being in the moment. You know. Right. Yeah. Well, thanks again for coming in, and we'll close it out with uh, Helen of Coy with Cold Sheets. Thanks so much. Sheets up around my head when you sang me to sleep. So soft, so warm, your voice to me when you sang me to sleep. Dreams come fast. Stand and go.
This has been a production of Spice Radio from Huntsville, Alabama. You guys know what you want, and you don't have to do too much to get it. Get with us at spice-radio.com. If you have a podcast, you make music or art, or you have an event that you want to promote in the Tennessee Valley, you can find us at www.facebook.com slash spiceradiohuntsville, or on Twitter at spiceradiohsv. And again, our website, spice-radio.com.